You're listening to the Passion Daily Podcast. Today's short scripture reflection comes from Pastor Ben Stewart. Welcome back to session three of How to Be Spiritual. Uh, I remember when I was a youth pastor, every summer we would take our kids up to Colorado for camp. It was a long drive from Texas. So I developed a strategy. As we got onto the bus, I would put movies on and I would pick long ones like Ben-Hur because they were about six hours. And so kids were either going to fall asleep or watch all of Ben-Hur and have it change their life. I don't know if you've ever seen Ben-Hur, but there's a powerful scene in that movie where Charlton Heston, who plays Ben-Hur, is wrongfully imprisoned, but then he is sentenced to die rowing, chained to the bottom of a warship. But as that warship enters a battle, it begins to sink, and suddenly the captain runs downstairs and loosens Ben-Hur's chains, sets him free from certain death. They survive the battle, they make it back to the capital city, And there this commander gets a chariot and puts Ben-Hur the slave in his chariot and drives him all the way up to the very throne of Caesar himself and says, I want this man's crimes wiped away. And he receives that. And then they go home and throw a party for him. And at the party, the captain says, this man who was a slave, whose sins have been forgiven, I now adopt as my son. And he puts his robe on him, a symbol of the family crest, gives him a ring. You can conduct business in my name. And you see in this powerful moment, a former slave is suddenly moved to sonship, able to conduct business in the name of his new father. I mention that here because that's what happened to you and me. And Paul talks a lot about this in Galatians chapter 4. For those who put their faith in Christ, he says, when the fullness of times come, God sent forth his son, born of a woman, born under the law, to redeem us who were under the law that we might receive the adoption as sons. Because of what Jesus did, we've been pulled out of the slave ship and adopted into sonship. And he says, all who've been baptized into Christ have been clothed with Christ. We now conduct business in the world in his name. If we're no, we are no longer slaves, Paul says in verse 7 of chapter 4, but we are sons and an heir. And many people, that's great news, but it's funny, I'll talk to a lot of folks that maybe put their faith in Jesus early, and they say, Ben, I know I have this new identity in Jesus, but I know I'm deeply broken inside still. I'm still bent. So I have this new identity meant to live as a son of God, but I feel the pull of my depravity bending me over and over again. And here's the good news that Paul continues in Galatians 4. He says, but having received the adoption of sons, God sent forth the spirit of his son into our hearts, crying, Abba, Father. God didn't just change your position. He changed our constitution. He didn't just name you son. He put the spirit of his son in you that cries out, Abba, Father. Like we looked at last time, God has sent the intimate, animating presence of his spirit inside of us to move us to obey his decrees. So what does it look like to be moved and to walk with the spirit? Let me give you two words that are used of Jesus that can help us. After his baptism, it says that he was directed or led by the Spirit out into the wilderness. After he survived that time of temptation, it says he came back in the power of the Holy Spirit. And I think in those two verbs, we get some direction on what it means for us to walk with the Spirit. Jesus was directed and he was empowered by the Spirit. And for you and I to be truly spiritual people, we are directed and empowered by the Spirit of God. Which brings the natural question, what does that look like? 
Well, let's look at it in the next few sessions we have. Let me give you two ways in this session you can know you're being directed by the Spirit of God. And the first way you can know is that he is consistent with the scriptures. He's consistent with the scriptures. Jesus said in John 14, he said, if you love me, you'll keep my commandments. And I'll ask the Father and he'll send you another helper, one who will walk alongside of you. He says, that is the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it doesn't see him or know him, but you know him because he abides in you, he'll be in you. The spirit God put inside you is called the spirit of truth. And Jesus says later, he will teach you all things. He'll take from me and give it to you. It's interesting, I had a young man come up to me in church once and he said, hey, I wanna learn how to hear from God. And I told him without sarcasm, well then read this book until the flow of your thoughts match the flow of this book. And he looked at me disappointed. He was like, no, no, no. I wanna know how to hear from the Spirit of God. And I said, it's the same advice because the Spirit's called the Spirit of Truth. And Peter said in 2 Peter 1, no prophecy of Scripture came from someone's own interpretation. No prophecy of Scripture was produced by the will of man. But men spoke from God as they were carried along by the Holy Spirit. I said, it was the very Spirit of God that inspired those who wrote down this word. Paul says that this word, he told Timothy, is literally breathed out by God. This is the Holy Spirit's breath onto a page. So if you want to know how to be led by the Spirit, get your head in this book because the Spirit of God loves the Scriptures. He inspired them and he will empower you through them if you get your head in this book. The second way you can know you're following the Spirit is not only is he consistent with the Scriptures, he's contrary to the flesh, contrary to our flesh. Paul says in Galatians 5, if you walk by the Spirit, you will not carry out the desires of the flesh. The flesh and the Spirit are against one another, in opposition to one another. And he goes on to talk about what fleshly impulses are like, and then goes on to talk about the fruit of the Spirit, being love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, etc. That Paul told the Colossians that Part of our broken estate is that having lost sensitivity to God, we're given over to sensuality. There's a numbing of our conscience. How do you know you're walking with the Spirit of God? You move back from a numbness and a sensuality to an increasing sensitivity to the Spirit of God. That suddenly I don't like the sin that my Savior bled out for. It grieves the Spirit of God in me. He doesn't like it, so I don't like it. I remember I had a young man in my ministry once start weeping after a sermon. And he came up and told me, hey, I've become popular at school. All the girls love me. The guys want to be me. I have everything the world says would make me a success, but I'm miserable. So I shared the gospel with him of the grace of God available through Jesus. He said, I've put my faith in him. And I said, well, if your faith is in Jesus, the spirit of God lives in you. And let me tell you something. You cannot walk in sin anymore. He has ruined that for you. He's changed you from the inside out that you won't know peace unless you walk with the Spirit of God. And that means walking contrary to the flesh. Some of the things you're doing to these women, some of the things you're doing with these men, these things grieve the Spirit of God in you. That's why you're miserable. God has changed your constitution, not just your position. He's made you a son and he's given you the spirit of his son that cries out, Abba, Father. So how do we walk by the Spirit? Let me give you just two in this session. We get into the scriptures and it's contrary to the flesh. So think about that. Maybe ask the Lord to show you what it would be like to be a person who's deeply woven into this word and who walks away with increasing sensitivity to the holiness of God inside of you. Think about it, maybe journal about it. I'll see you next time.
Thanks for listening to the Passion Daily Podcast. And don't forget to rate and review our podcast wherever you stream it. You can also subscribe to the Passion City Church and Passion City Church DC podcasts for our full messages every Monday.